Team Builders, Lars Hedenborg here, the founder of Real Estate B-School, and we are in the midst of a four-part series. So this is part three of four. If you're coming into the podcast at this point, I'd probably recommend going back a couple steps and um, the tale of two markets. That was part one of, uh, of this series where we sort of unpacked, you know, in most markets, there's not enough homes um, selling uh, uh, there's not enough inventory. Uh, there, uh, interest rates are up two percent uh, from you know even six months ago, and so buyer activity is slowing down. There's you know mortgage uh, applications are are way down. So that's probably the leadingest indicator of what's going to go on in the market. And uh, you know real estate cyclical. So by definition, you know what goes up must come down. And so. There's two thoughts there, right? And and go back and listen to it, and you can kind of hear the whole thing. But you know that we're going to head into a a, a major market shift uh, or a, a way softer landing where there's just a depreciation um, or a deceleration of appreciation, meaning home prices are still going to go up, uh, but they're going to not go up as much as they have been going up. So that was part one. Part two, I went into like how do we prepare. Um, our businesses, our business lives, let's call it, for uh, for a shift, right? And listen to that one; it's really, really powerful. Today, we're going to focus on how do how do you prepare yourself personally? Like, you know, take responsibility for like your personal self. If you're watching the YouTube, you see me kind of touching my my physical body here. Um, so, how do you take care of yourself if shit hits the fan, right? If, if you know, the, the insanity that's going on in, in the world, um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist and politics aside, there are just some crazy things that are going on uh, that I'm going to cover in part four. So I'm going to push all of the stuff that might have you think I'm totally crazy to, to, to part four of this series. So stay tuned for, for part four next week. So let's, let's get into it. So how do you uh, take care of yourself personally, lead yourself well during times of chaos and change? And so if the market, or not if, when the market shifts, and if it's a, if it's a major event, how do you take care of yourself personally? And so the, the first thing that I want to cover is your physical uh, well-being. And I've got some notes that I, that I kind of scribbled here. Is your physical uh, body, like how do you take care of your physical body? You know, so if I find that when things, when there's chaos and, and things are going sideways, that the, the more I'm physically fit and the more I'm, I'm in good physical shape, the better I am to handle stress, you know? So if I'm taking care of my diet and I'm not stress eating, if I'm getting the proper sleep and I'm not watching crap TV late at night and sleeping, you know, all those things that, that tend to uh, impact us, right? Uh, so there's three things or four things I want to cover here. So your physical well-being. Number one is the amount of physical exercise that you get there. This is undeniable. It's like a base level requirement. If you're going to succeed in any area of your life and business, whether that's a good husband, a good dad, a business builder, uh, whatever you're going to do, the baseline requirement is to take care of your phys physical body. And that starts with movement. I happen to be in the midst of doing 75 hard uh, right now. And 
it's a little bit unfair of me to, to come into this conversation where I'm currently like drinking a gallon of water a day. I'm doing two 45 minute workouts every day. Uh, I am, I'm doing all the things of 75 hard and I'm like 40 something days in as I'm recording this, uh, what it has revealed to me though, is that pre 75 hard. So before I was doing two workouts a day, two 45 minute workouts a day, one is really, really intense. And the other is typically a, a cardio walking or running, uh, is that what I was doing before was not improving my physical fitness. I was working out three, four times a week, maybe for 30 minutes or so. And I, I wasn't challenging my body physically and I wasn't energized and vital and ready to just kick butt every day, all day long and be present and engaged in every area of my life. So that's number one, you've got to make a commitment to take care of your, um, of doing workouts, you know, strength, uh, at least twice a week strength and at least twice a week hard cardio, 45 minutes each. I feel like that's the baseline requirement. That's number one. Number two is water. Another thing we have to do, I'm holding up a gallon uh, jug here on the YouTube is, um, is drink water, a gallon, uh, half your body weight in ounces. So I'm like roughly 200. So that's hundred ounces. A gallon's 128 ounces, I think. So check the box on it. I carry physically carry around a gallon so I can remember to do, to, to do that. This chronic dehydration leads to a whole lot of bad stuff in your physical body, like actual disease. And it's proven number three is sleep. You've got to sleep minimum seven hours. I'm not getting seven hours of sleep every night. And I feel it like I feel it. I'm, if I'm getting, if, if I get seven and a half hours, that's where my body is feeling good. And now that I'm working out more, I feel like I need probably eight hours. My biggest uh, the thing that gets in the way for me is like, I, I tend to turn on the TV at night and watch 60 to 90 minutes when I should probably just go to bed. It's a way for me to disconnect. That's how I rationalize it. And at the same time, it's not serving my ultimate vision and, and the impact I want to have in the world. Uh, but sleep's important. And then diet. Diet's important. Another requirement of uh, 75 hard is no alcohol, no cheat meals, follow a legit diet. Like if you eat one chocolate chip, you go back to day one. And so it could be keto, could be paleo, whatever it is. It's hard to garner the amount of energy you need. And when things are going normal to succeed in business and in your family and, and all of this stuff. And so that's, you, you've got to stay in some kind of plan. Um, I highly recommend 75 hard for all of the reasons I'm saying here. It's not a physical fitness challenge. There are definitely like physical um, benefits. Like I've already noticed in 40 something days that my body is completely changing. I've committed to a, a strength conditioning regimen in addition to cardio. And I, I could just see my body transforming. So that's the first big bucket is your physical well-being. Number two is your emotional well-being. If, if, if shit hits the fan and stuff happens and like everyone's kind of like not ready, people are going to go to dark places. They're going to not be prepared. They're going to be like deer in headlights. And you're just going to see maybe other agents not prepared, you know, to, to do what it takes. And that's what I covered in part two of this series. You don't want to be, be in that situation. You want to make sure that you're doing the right activities on a regular basis to handle whatever 
comes our way. And these are good for times where there isn't chaos or a major shift as much as when this comes because it's coming. Uh, so, so there's a few things I, I want to cover here. Number one is a, a practice of gratitude. You need to employ some practice where you're regular, regularly acknowledging all the good things that are happening in your life. And there's an awesome app called, um, I got away from it for a little, from a little while, but I'm gonna get back to it. And when I went to re-download it, somehow it went off my phone. Uh, so I need to, I'm actually gonna write that down right now, literally writing down five minute journal. It allows you to attach images to like the things you're grateful for and the amazing things that happened in a day. You do it morning and night. That committing to that practice, that one app and doing the morning and evening parts of it in a 30 day period, your psychology will completely shift. You will be in not scarcity, uh, not a scarcity mindset, not a like, oh, everyone's got it figured out but me. You'll be in a complete uh, sort of content and fulfilled uh, psychology and mindset just by doing that one thing. So that's gratitude. Number two is meditation. I've gotten really, really good at this. In, in the mornings, um, I'm getting everyone together, right? Making lunches, feeding, uh, getting book bags together, getting my kids in the car. My wife takes them uh, to school and I've got about 30 to 45 minutes where I'm using an app called Abide, A-B-I-D-E, where it's a, it's a, a Bible, a, like a scriptural uh, meditation app. And you can use any meditation app if you, if you don't uh, share my faith. Um, but I'm taking time to meditate for about 15 minutes. And then I just sort of sit with some uh, meditation music on, on Spotify for about a 30 minute period. And I'm just sort of clearing my mind and I'm just kind of getting ready for the day. I'm not thinking about what's going to happen in the day, but it's straight up meditation. And I'm usually it, it's, it's guided in the abide app. So you can kind of, you can kind of think uh, about the questions that are being posed or the scripture that they're using as the basis of the, of the meditation. That is really, really powerful. And then number three, in terms of emotional well-being, is, is margin. And what I mean by margin is, is having enough time in your day to, not have to like go back to back to back. And this is me preaching to me on this one because I'm the worst at this. I've gotten better here recently where I, I, I don't take appointments before 11 o'clock. I generally am done before five o'clock. I, I, I do most of my work Tuesdays through Thursdays. Mondays are content days in the afternoon. Fridays are sort of a flex free day. And then I have obviously weekends, weekends are off. Um, but I've learned about myself that if I don't have margin blocks of time where I'm not responsible for something or I've committed to not be on my phone or to, to not be working and have a time block where I'm taking my son to volleyball or I'm spending time with the family or, or those sorts of things. Uh, it's not a good situation situation for me emotionally. I'm stressed. I'm bringing that stress to the, to the family and nobody wins as a result of it. So that's number three. So the Last thing I want to cover here, and this is something I struggle with more so than anything I've shared so far, is if it goes down, any kind of major economic shift or, or worse than that, which I'll talk about my theories on that next week, uh, you want to make sure that the community you're plugged into and the relationships uh, that you have, whether it's in your church or in a mastermind, um, where you share the, the values or the, the people you partner with in your business, um, 
that you're really taking care of those relationships. My natural sort of MO, modus operandi, the way I just kind of show up in the world, you know, the way God created me, I think for the most part, I don't think I'm making an excuse on this. I'm generally, I lead towards introversion, meaning I don't get a lot of energy being like out and about and connecting with people uh, consistently. That said, I mean, it's kind of what I do all day long. I'm, I'm um, either helping people in their core real estate business, um, do strategy sessions with them, uh, or I'm helping people, you know, that have joined and partnered with me uh, inside the EXP ecosystem on that platform. So I, I do a lot of that one-to-one, which doesn't exhaust me. I'm really good in the one-on-one. Um, but if, if, if there are major challenges with, within our economy uh, or just in general, I've, I've done a better job here in the last couple, three years of really feeding into uh, some communities that I'm a part of uh, and some really like a, a handful of uh, friendships that are, are meaningful where I'm, I'm sharing like the reality of what I'm feeling and the challenges I'm going through in my, in my personal life and, and those kinds of things. So you need to make sure when, when things get tough that you're not putting yourself in a position where you're not plugged into a community that can help you, um, but also that you're not like keeping the the tough stuff inside and you're just bottling it up. Uh, There are guys in our industry that ran big businesses that saw the only option uh, to be suicide. You know, there's, I'm not going to name names, but there was like a top Keller Williams team, like top 10, um, 750 transactions where, like, I have no idea about the story. You may know the person I'm referring to, but the the, the three young children, seemingly a, a, a great life, great wife, and guy commits suicide. Right? How does that happen? And I think it happened like four or five years ago. And I like, I don't even know the situation. So there could be major um, other things going on. But my, my point is like, how does anyone think that that is the, the best option? It's because they keep to themselves. They're not letting the real parts of, of them out, I suspect. And they think that the better option is just to, to, to step out of the world and to step out of those relationships versus, you know, have people that you can say, Hey, listen, I'm struggling. I need your help. You know, so make sure you build a community like that so that when things get difficult, you have people that you can reach out to and you can have people that you can lean on and people that will actually come and be with you if you're struggling in in a real way. Do not keep that stuff inside. It's not worth it. Um, I've seen everything. I've been through everything, probably personally in terms of, or at least in my business, um, all the tough stuff. I'm going through tough stuff now, but I've got folks that I'm, uh, I'm in uh, community with, and I'm, I'm leaning on them and they're leaning on me in, in a similar way. And from an introverted guy that hasn't always invested in relationships, this is this has been a big shift for me that um, gives me more confidence and comfort that whatever happens um, outside of my faith, which is the guiding force, uh, these relationships are, are the, the next level down that I know these guys would be there no matter what. 
No matter what I go through, I know that I've got a community. And, th- and some of this goes for like a business community and masterminds that I'm a part of, even like the boardroom mastermind that I, I run for our million plus uh, businesses in real estate B-School and, and the EX people that pe- EXP teams that I've brought over. Um, I consider those folks my family as well. And we mastermind once a month and we, we share uh, the reality of what it's like to, to, to run and, and build big organizations. So that's the three. Um, and and I'll, I'll leave you with this thought for sure. Um, tune in next week. I'm going to get into this, a little bit crazier stuff. I might rant a little bit. You might think I'm crazy, but it's all good. Um, if, if you want to explore what it might look like to, to, to kind of come into my world and work with me personally to, to not only build your real estate team, but also to build out multiple income streams in your business, whether it's, you know, wealth accumulation through, uh, through stock, or I've gotten into crypto investing, which has been massively uh, profitable. Also the residual income uh, side of what we're building uh, on the EXP platform, uh, you know, you probably have heard of it, but not specifically what I'm building. So go to partnerwithrebs.com, partnerwithrebs.com. And I would urge you if you have like totally dismissed the platform like I did for years, you must go there and at least have a conversation with me because you you probably haven't studied it to the depth that you need to, to make a legitimate decision about it. So go to partnerwithrebs.com. I'll see you over there. There's a tab where you can say, learn the truth, where you can kind of do your due diligence on the platform and then book in a call with me. Partnerwithrebs.com. We'll see you next week for part four, had a straight up prep for the apocalypse. No, that's not the title, but... Um, uh, there are some people that are calling for that. I'm not I'm not that bad, uh, but we'll get into it next week. Uh, be good. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other team leaders who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to learn step-by-step how to build a profitable real estate team that allows you to get out of the real estate grind and live the lifestyle you've been dreaming about, visit us at joinrebs.com. That's joinrebs.com. Our coaching, training systems and support will help you get more high quality leads, increase your conversions and sales, improve your client experience, and allow you to scale your real estate business, all while reducing the amount of hours you work and the stress you endure. Just go to joinrebs.com for more info now. See you on the next episode.